everybody, welcome back to episode 27 of A Couple of Creeps. I am your hostess with the most is Morgan, and because he seems to be having a little bit of a self-esteem issue with the least favorite co-host, I would like to introduce to you my co-host, <laughs> Colin. <laughs> Say hi, Colin. You know when you preface it like that, <laughs> it doesn't make it better. It maybe makes it worse. Just to boost his ego, I won't call him my least favorite, but he is. He is. <laughs> But, but I won't say it out loud. Anyways, say hi, Colin. I said hi. I no, said I hi. Hello, I said it. I hope everyone had the best week possible. And well, if you didn't, at least you made it. <laughs> if you didn't, at least you made it to Sunday. And we get to do it all over again. <laughs> but guess what? Next week, for anyone who celebrates it as Christmas, and if you don't i hope you're having the best holidays last week we did a female who was executed next week we're going to do another female who was executed <laughs> this week we're going to talk about what i have titled as sea tales <laughs> all right it's just you know some questions and some odd things that have happened in the open ocean you know out in the old sea out in the old sea and so for some discussions so i'm hoping colin kicks in a little bit today Fuck. so my first question for you is did a sea monster eat a three-meter great white shark? No. You gotta let me tell the story. <laughs> Thought you were asking me. You wanted me to interject. <laughs> I do, but you gotta let me tell the story that goes along with it. Did a, my first question for you is this, and I answered. <laughs> no. No, I don't think so. There aren't sea monsters. There might be very large sea creatures. Let, let's listen to what... Like what? colossal squid. I saw... I saw a TikTok this I thought morning. You were, I saw a colossal squid. I was like, no, you didn't. You <laughs> no. did not. If I saw a colossal squid, everyone in the world would know. Because <laughs> they would be able to hear my scream. I saw a TikTok this morning that... Saw what? A TikTok. But you said a tip. I saw a tip this morning. I thought I saw a TikTok. I thought that's what I said. TikTok thought. But she was shaking ass. She was shaking it real hard for me. No, I saw a TikTok this morning where this woman said that... NASA has put out where there's a megalodon in the North Sea. I don't think that's true. I don't either, but I was just like, well, that would be something because the North Sea itself is terrifying. Right. So it makes sense. So nobody goes swimming in the North Sea if you feel like it. <laughs> if the mood strikes you. If the mood strikes you and you're around that area. Think twice. Think twice. There might be something in there. Anyway, in 2003, scientists tagged a nine-foot great white in Australia as part of a research study. However, upon checking the tracking device, something eyebrow-raising occurred. <laughs> the device detected that suddenly the shark plummeted 1,900 feet in a matter of seconds, and its body temperature skyrocketed nearly 20 degrees. The only viable explanation, according to researchers, some sort of massive sea creature must have swallowed it, dragging it deeper into our ocean and turning it into a meal. Yet, what could have eaten an animal this huge is still highly debated. Some theories include a monster shark, but today, most scientists believe the culprit to have been a sperm whale. They yeah. still don't know for sure, though, so the creature that really lurks below may harbor its secret identity forever. My God. Yeah, sperm whale makes the most sense because they, yeah. they dive fast. Yeah, and they're massive. Sperm whales are the ones that tell us, oh, there are colossal squids still because we'll see sperm whales with the, scar, the scarification from the suction cups on them, and you're yeah. like, that's a massive tentacle. Either there's giant octopus or... Yeah, colossal squid squids. and sperm whales can dive very deep can't they they can go yeah. deep in the water for a long time so that was our first one 
Our second one is a giant beam of blue light dumbfounds cruise goers. Is that not a question? No. Oh, I like that you just gave up the question motif. No, that one just. <laughs> My was- <laughs> first question for you is. No, no, that one just wasn't a question. This is just a little story that happened. All right. In a highly shared story on Reddit, a man described one of the most unexplainable things that he'd ever seen. Apparently in 2012, this individual was on a cruise to Bermuda and was spending some time on one of the decks one night. Suddenly, a large cloud parted in the sky and a giant beam of bright blue light went straight from the cloud all the way to the horizon. No one that saw this phenomenon thought it was a lightning bolt, as for a few seconds, the entire sky was lit up in a bright blue array of color. Neither did they believe it to be a shooting star since the bolt of light descended in a perfectly straight-edged line. One, no one on the ship, even the captain with experience sailing the Bermudian waters, ever did figure out what it was. My God. It was the uh, aliens. Yeah. From uh, Independence War. Day. Oh, I was thinking War of the Worlds. Because they dropped the big blue beam and blow up the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The light coming in behind you is like that awful gray-white light, and I'm like, I can't see anything. I'm just over here with my eyes closed, because it's easier than keeping them open into that light coming through the shades. Just a little side note. We live in the Northwest, and the weather here is... We don't live in the Northwest. <laughs> Where do we live? <laughs> Midwest. We don't live in the Northwest at all, actually. We live, we live in the Midwest. And the weather here is awful, and it's pouring down in rain today. <laughs> in the northwest, yes. <laughs> I live right at the point. I'm almost in Canada. I'm basically in Seattle. <laughs> basically in Seattle. <laughs> nope, not close, actually. What's funny, oh my God, as I went to the East Coast, I'm picturing myself like at the tip. Jesus, you went to Maine? I did. And you said the north. There's just so much wrong. I haven't had any coffee today. That's what's wrong with me. That's what we'll blame it on. That's what we'll blame it on. But either way, that's why Colin is fighting for his life with the gray light coming behind the window. Because it's dark out, but also that awful like overcast gray. So like the room is kind of dim. And then there's just this blinding gray light. It's because you live in the Northwest. <laughs> yeah. You know, Maine. <laughs> Maine. <laughs> like how many steps of wrong you had to take. <laughs> First of all, we aren't in the Northwest. Second of all, Maine is not the Northwest. I haven't had any coffee today. Anyways, anyways, next one. Baltic Sea Anomaly? (laughs) Question mark? Question mark? Uh, Uh, That upward mm? inflection? (laughs) Baltic Sea Anomaly? Possibly you. Legend has it that in 2011, the sonar equipment of a diving company called Ocean X detected something strange in a seabed off the coast of Sweden. Measuring 60 meters thick with evenly placed grooves in the surface, it appeared to be located at the end of some kind of 300 meter long runway. Countless researchers, divers, and scientists have proposed their ideas for what the object and its arrangement could actually be, ranging from a battleship gun turret to sediment displaced by fishing trawlers. Many reports today believe the object to be a glacial deposit naturally settling into the obscure form. But we may never know where this anomaly really came from, which makes it a bit more fun, don't you think? I do think, yeah. What do you think? Well, it makes it a bit more fun. <laughs> the Mary Celeste. In 1872, 
the Mary Celeste was found off the coast of Portugal, appearing to be aimlessly floating along. Is this a boat? Yeah. Okay. When those who discovered the curious boat boarded the ship, not a single member of the crew was anywhere to be found. No signs of foul play were present, and all of the crew members' belongings were still intact and undisturbed. The ship's only lifeboat was the only thing missing, and what caused the entire crew to leave the ship behind is a mystery to this day. That's creepy. Imagine just being out there and just coming across that. Yeah, just an abandoned boat. Just floating along. Yeah, seemingly fine. Yeah, everybody left everything behind. The only thing missing was the crew and the single raft boat. Yeah, lifeboat, yeah. Lifeboat, raft boat, same thing. Life raft. Same thing. Skin graft. Not not quite. What you doing, Ray? You're just sniffing it with your little bunny nose. All right. Ghost Divers of California and Granada. In 2012... No, no, no. Say it again. Granada. No, no, no. Pronounce, ask the whole question again. <laughs> Ghost, Diver, Ghost Divers of California and Granada. Granada? Huh? huh? In 2012, a small group of scuba divers exploring the waters off the coast of Santa Monica reported seeing another diver with a pink tank toward the bottom of a blue hole. Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> As they neared the diver, it vanished in front of their eyes. A similar story was told by divers on a diving trip in the Gr- the Grenadines, I believe is how you would say that, who saw another diver in a white shirt waving at them as he swam by. The unsuspecting divers assumed it to be one of the members of their trip, but upon returning to the boat, no one there was wearing a similar white shirt or said they saw a diver of this description. Nitrogen poisoning. You think so? Could be. Could be, yeah. It makes you hallucinate. That's why... Uh, I mean, a lot of times when your tank gets real low, yeah. the nitrogen in your blood goes up, and then you just totally, you'll see like people at the bottom of the ocean just drown because they can't figure out how to get up. Yeah. Because they're just totally out of it. That's horrifying. Yeah. I've always thought scuba diving would be fun. But then you just hear so many scary stories. I mean, I don't think so it sounds fun at all because I don't like the open ocean, but. You hear so many horror stories and like scuba divers getting eaten by sharks and mm-hmm. getting trapped somewhere. Or like cave diving? Fuck you. No, I don't want to cave dive. Underwater caves? Terrifying. That's like, so, I like crappy shark movies. And there was a shark movie that came out. It was the second, like, uncaged or... 43 meters down. 43 meters down. 47 meters down. Whatever it was. Whatever it was. Movie. And that was and like... the second one was called, like, uncaged or some shit. Yeah. And that's what it was about. Teenage girls being dumb. One of their dads ran some kind of archaeological company and they were work, working in the underwater caves and they stole some of his tanks and went down there while well, one of them got scared hit one of the rocks and it caused like a slight cave and so they couldn't get back out yeah. and of course there was a shark, shark in there. sharks down there that had been down there forever so it was blind and blah 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 <laughs> but just the thought of being stuck in that underwater cave yeah. with the timer on your tank counting yeah. down and then you're getting chased by sharks i'm like i'm sorry yeah that's not for me but just cave diving in general cave diving in general you know freaks me spoopy. out spoopy like what's that scary movie um the descent is that the well, one? that's spelunking but yeah yeah where you just go caving but just no thank you no i'm solid having to crawl through like little holes yeah Confined space. Like, basically, I don't want to be trapped anywhere. Yeah. You know? 
And it's not even like a claustrophobia thing. It's just like, I don't want to be in the open ocean because there's just like the, you're so exposed. Yeah. And then the trapped is like the opposite feeling of like, now I have nowhere to go. You know, I want like a medium experience, like a swimming pool where there can be nothing beneath me or beside me. Yeah. And I can go up. I can go up. I can get out. I can get out very easily. Yeah. It's like, I love, I love the ocean. Colin and I are the complete opposite when it comes to that. I love the ocean. I'm obsessed with sharks, you know, whatever. But the oceans closest to where we live are the ones that kind of look murky or kind of darker. And it never fails. I'll get out there like I've got my chin. And the only thing poking out of the water is like my mouth and the rest of my head. The rest of me is under the water. And I start to think. There's something right next to me. There's something right next to me or below me. Yeah. And then I'm like, did something touch my leg? Yeah. I got to get out of here. Yeah. Of course, then I'm like trying to panic swim back to shore. Thrashing is always Thrashing recommended. Thrashing is always just the best thing to do when you're in the ocean. Yeah, and when you think there might be something near you. And so that's what I do. My mom. <laughs> like, did you give up? <laughs> and so that's my story. <laughs> that's my story. My mom and I were in the ocean one time, and she had her back turned to the wave, and she was looking at me. And I told her, you need to turn around, or you're going to get rolled by these waves. No. Well, she did, and she hit me when on her way down. So we're both getting rolled by these waves. We come up. She's laughing, having the time of her life. My, tank, my bikini top has come down, and I have now flashed the poor father-son duo next to us. I got a salt water spray up the nose, and my knees are bleeding, and I have sand and rocks in places I should not have sand and rocks. Jesus. <laughs> my mom is laughing so hard, and the lifeguard's looking at us. He can tell, all things considered, we're fine. We're going to make it. Right. But by the time we get back to the beach, I'm like, don't talk to me. I had to go back to the hotel room and like try to clean myself up. I was standing like, I got in the pool because I'm like, I got to get sand out of this. <laughs> so I'm like in the pool. And I told my mom, I said, stand behind me. And I'm like shaking my bikini bottom <laughs> trying to get all the sand and like rocks you out. you shit your pants and you're trying to <laughs> rinse them out. I'm trying to rinse them out because I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to go back to the room full of sand and rocks. Let me get somewhere where I can shake it out. But that's my story. I say so. Anyways, what's the next <laughs> anyway, not question? 1968 submarine disappearances? <laughs> well, I think you started this with like, it's going to be a list of questions. First question. Actually, the only question. There's a question coming up after this okay, one. Okay, that'll be the second question. <laughs> Whatever. <clears throat> In the late 1960s, Four separate submarines, all from different countries, vanished without a trace, including submersible units from the U.S., France, Israel, and the Soviet Union. The disappearances still have yet to be explained. Theories vary from accidental torpedo attacks kept quiet by the government. Even a Navy court of inquiry announced that the cause of the loss cannot be definitely ascertained. 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 I just thought about leaving some letters out. Yeah. None of the remains of any of the subs have ever been found. Fox. Sperm whale ate him. I was going to say it's a sperm whale. Yep. Sperm whale ate him. It's the only thing that makes sense. Are you ready? Nitrogen poison. Nitrogen poison. Sperm whales. A sperm whale with nitrogen poisoning. Yes. Yes. Easy. Stop it, Gollum. Keep reading. (laughs) 
Let's just read the next question. <laughs> Are you ready for this question? Yeah, let me with the second question. Man eating seaweed? Oh. <laughs> I thought it was actually going to be a... Oh. <laughs> oh. I can't keep my eyes open with the sun. <laughs> According to old folklore, stories of carnivorous... Carnivorous seaweed in the Saragossa Sea were responsible for a number of crew disappearances in the 1800s. This body of water is known for its massive accumulations of, I'm not a scientist, so I'm going to butcher this, Saragassium, or collectors of certain types of dense brown seaweed. Okay. A number of empty ships have been found sailing its waters with the crew members, like that of the Mary Celeste, gone without a trace. There is no evidence of any type of seaweed in the... There's, oh my, there's no evidence of any type of seaweed with such a man-eating quality, so where exactly the details of this urban legend came from has yet to be explained. So I like that the question was basically, is there man-eating seaweed? No, probably not. People just kind of brought that up. People threw it out there and then everybody went, no, I don't think so. All right, we're on our last one. Is this an actual question? The devil sea? <laughs> I thought you said there was another question coming up. That was, the man eating seaweed was the question. Uh, oh. It was man eating seaweed question, question mark. mark. Duh. Duh. <laughs> Couldn't you tell from all the interrogative terms in there? You dumb shit. <laughs> man eating seaweed? Huh? Possibly you. <laughs> the devil sea? Off the coast of Japan lies what has come to be known as the Pacific Bermuda Triangle, nicknamed the Devil's Sea. Apparently, ancient legend tells of enormous hidden dragons that lurk in this body of water, and the unexplained disappearance of numerous Japanese fishing vessels don't do much to dispel these stories either. Is it off the East Coast or the West Coast? I didn't look. It just... Why? What's... what? Oh, because if it was off the West Coast, that's the same waters that two different um, typhoons wiped out Mongolian invaders. Then yes. Then we'll say it's that side. Then we'll say it's that side. Which then makes you think, well, maybe there's just really rough storms off yes. that side. Is it the North Sea with the Megalodon? Who knows? Not me. Not me, dude. So maybe these stories are all just whale tales oh, <laughs> or ancient sea lore. <laughs> it's no wonder there are so many mysteries of the deep. While two-thirds of our world is covered by the sea, only about 5% of our ocean waters have been explored thus far. Or topographically um, imagined by oceanographers. If we haven't discovered what lurks in 95% of our ocean, who can say what species we have yet to discover? Are those true numbers? Yeah. I didn't just make those up. <laughs> you just laugh. Fuck it. Fuck it. Well, I'll this sounds come good. Up with some shit, yeah. I didn't just make that up. Any thoughts? I know this was a little bit of a different episode. I just thought it'd be fun. Yeah. Um, I do think it's... I mean, we've made up stories about the ocean for yeah basically ever. I mean, you figure that's why you've got the old-timey maps that just show, like, pictures of sea dragons and shit on them. Because yeah. they're like, yeah, don't go out there. <laughs> You'll fucking die. You'll die. You won't come back. And you do wonder, is it like, oh, well, they were seeing the backs of whales as they came up to 
Yeah. You know, get and a that's breath. Very possible. You know, and they just see the back of this giant creature, and they're like, "Fuck, we can't go out here anymore." I can't go out here because you figure it took a long time for a lot of civilizations to become seafaring. Yeah. Where it's like, first of all, it's hard. You've got to make. There's a lot of trial and error of like yeah. you've got to make something that's actually seaworthy. Um, you figure like the Polynesian islands and all that, they were traveling on just basically big flat rafts. I just think about the freaking Vikings. In their long ships. In their long ships coming across the North Sea. Yeah. And it's like, that's insanity. That's terrifying. Has anyone ever seen videos of the North Sea? Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. It's choppy. It's that black water. It's black water and it's horrifying to watch. So just the picture a bunch of Vikings. Just on their, an open boat. Just a, long basically a giant crossed. canoe. Heave ho! Well, if they were in, if they were crossing the, the North Sea, they probably had. Um, like sails. Sails is the word. <laughs> I wish you could have seen his arm movements to try to get me to sails. I look like a K-pop dancer. <laughs> Dude. Throwing up fucking signs. <laughs> we're ready. Easy. Um, but no, so I think it makes sense that like we still go like, well, and it's that thing like we know so much that we're like, all right, well, where do we know the least? That's where the creepy is. Yeah. The you ocean. <sighs> she figured we. We can't dive that far down before our bodies start to... Well, yeah, us personally, but yeah. you figure we can send ships all the way down. This, like... Like old James Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> he is, dude. He's just down at the bottom of the ocean. James Cameron is his own breed, man. You think he... Never mind. <laughs> think he pulls Bud down there? <laughs> Maybe. Just as like the, who else did this? Nobody. Nobody? Because you know why? I'm fucking James, I'm James Cameron, Cameron, bitch. And I'm a billionaire. I just always think about those creepy... Uh, Fish down there at the bottom that have the light. Yeah, the angler fish. Their head. Yeah. First time I saw one of those was Finding Nemo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Neat. Have Neat. you seen goblin sharks? Yeah. Well. With all their teeth poking yeah. out. Yeah. Cookie cutter sharks. You seen them boys? Yeah. They bite circles out of sharks' sides or yeah. whale sides and shit. Yeah. There was a I forget what shark movie it was. It may it may have been Shark Night 3D. Oh, that classic. That classic. Uh, I've never once heard of that movie. It might have been Shark Night 3D. It was Shark Night 3D. What do you say it like that m- classic? My mother and I have the shame, the same like. <laughs> no, you were right. Shame. <laughs> it, it is shameful. Her and I both have the same love of horrible shark movies. Yeah. And we went and saw Shark Night 3D in 3D. That got played in theaters. Yes. Jesus. And it's a bunch of hillbillies trying to <laughs> torture this rich girl and her friends on her parents' island. But they kidnapped them, and they had cookie cutter sharks. I like sharks. how mad lib that is. She's hillbillies torturing a rich white girl on an island that her parents own. I'm and like, it looks like they took the script for Wrong Turn and Piranha, and yeah. just went well. But at one point, they dropped this poor person into a tank of cookie cutter sharks. Were they poor or rich? Rich, but you know, if you're being dumped in a tank with cookie cutter sharks, you're a poor, mm. unfortunate soul. Mm. But yeah, so that's a. That's they a movie that exists. Like a, they weren't even like at the ocean. It was like up north, like towards Lake Erie, like that type of place where you had an island like that. And then sure, they just got sharks in the middle of a Great Lake. They went and took. They got them from somewhere. Sure, and brought oh. them there, and then dropped them in fresh water. Yeah. So like the football player had his arm and leg bitten off. There was a football player. Yeah, there's like six. <laughs> there's like six or eight people in this story. What movie is this? Shark Night 3D. 
There's a football player and the rich girl whose parents on an island, and then these hillbillies show up. Yes. And then there's sharks. Yes. So that's uh, kind of what we're dealing that's with. That's not how to make a movie. And then <laughs> it's just two dudes ripping lines of coke and going, and then. And then. And then they went, well, we only got a million dollars, so what do we do with it? Uh, well, we spend most of it on blow. And then the rest will maybe put towards some SFX on the sharks, maybe. On the sharks, maybe. Only half the shark was... Uh... We can't afford writers. <laughs> we can't afford actors, actually. So we're just going to find some people on the street. I always think about you, because I love all the Jaws movies. Obviously, the original yeah. Jaws is my ride or die. But when I'm... Netflix has all the Jaws movies right now. And when I'm laying down... Even here, Jaws the Revenge? Yeah. That's awful. And as I'm laying down here reading, I tend to just put one on as background noise. You tend to go for Jaws 3D, which is weird to me. Yeah, which is what I was going to say. As I was saying about you telling me that the shark looks like a loaf of bread. Yeah, it doesn't move. You. It's just <laughs> it's just floating at you. It looks like it's been taxidermied. And it's just <laughs> fins out to the side, no tail movement. And it's just <laughs> it's just floating at you. Oh, no. There it is. <laughs> As it crashes through the screen at you, because it's very convincing 3D. <laughs> From the 80s. <laughs> Picturing people in the theater screaming. Apparently when the first Jaws movie came out, Steven Spielberg went to the movie theater to watch it with one of his producers or buddies or whatever. And there was a few people that got up and left to throw up. And Spielberg looked at his friend and went, did we go too far? His friend's like, No. No. You know, I guess say pussies. That's not even a gross movie. No. But I, What's making him throw up in that movie? I don't know. Maybe they didn't like blood and the poor uh, Kintner kid, when he got eaten, and there was like that fountain of blood spraying in the water. Yeah. Maybe. But People are just built different nowadays, I guess. I'll say we now have seen like the Saw movies and stuff, so yeah. we're a little desensitized to that kind of stuff. Yeah. But that's all. That's all I have on my sea tales. Is there anything you'd like to add, Mr. Colin? I don't think so. I think we added it. Well, next week, in celebration of the holidays, we're <laughs> talking about another female who was executed by the name of Carla Faye Tucker. Carla Faye. Carla Faye. Where is she from? I'm not telling you. All right. I'm keeping it. You just don't know. I do know because I have the freaking story written up. Right there. Yeah. Let's just run it. Let's just do the next. Do you want to? No. Oh. <laughs> just <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing the next week. I would have to be like, well. No. So we're going to talk about Carla Faye Tucker next week. And hopefully you got a good giggle out of Colin and I and our silliness. If not. Fuck you. Fuck you. You can tell me. I'll take it. <laughs> but That's you not can, true. She won't. I, she won't take it well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got to monitor her emails for her. <laughs> Like a 13-year-old girl, I gotta watch what she's reading. <laughs> he knows when I get emails because he gets them too. Yeah. Hey, ding. Oh, Morgan, don't read that. I gotta <laughs> read that first. Yeah. But as always, you guys can reach me at a couple of creeps at gmail.com. That's the letter A, couple o creeps at gmail.com. And I hope you guys have a great week this week. And as always, stay creepy, my friends. <laughs>